This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome in everybody to another edition of the Auburn Undercover Podcast, Auburn Undercover YouTube channel. Nathan King joined here by Jason Caldwell. And Jason, as Hugh Freeze put it today, we've wrapped up camp. He said the second and final scrimmage of the preseason um, is the official end to camp for the team. Of course, now they're going to get into their first full week of classes. So you've transitioned from what is, you know, quote, fall camp into actual preseason practices. This is when they're going to start cutting things down, getting scout teams ready. Get, he talked about travel team today. Yep. Um, it's getting close. We're now inside two weeks, really. We're going to look at 250 right now. Um, just about two weeks from now, they'll be playing football right there inside the stadium against uh, against UMass. And so, uh, Jason, you know, we'll start with the quarterbacks, of course. Going to go over what we heard and learned from today's scrimmage inside Jordan-Hare. This is the first scrimmage, of course, the only one with Peyton Thorne as the starter. Going back a few days to Hugh Freeze's announcement, he said this is a big reason why I decided to do this. Yes, Peyton Thorne won the job. You know, he said they track everything. Obviously, there's lots of calculations involved. He did win the job on the field. But also he said, I want to see him run this first team offense without those shackles, without feeling like, oh, I got I to try to win the job. I got to go out there every day. Now he's the guy. Now he's got that title to him. And he said he did see that from him yeah. today. And I think it showed up mostly what he was talking about, early mistakes by Peyton Thorne, but he didn't press after that. He kind of just was able to, to chill out and continue to run the offense. And uh, by all accounts, he had a pretty good day as the in his first scrimmage as a starter. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, that's what you would expect when you're going against – you know, this defense, especially this secondary, you're going to make some throws that you probably shouldn't make. And I think some of that is going, hey, take a few chances here or there. But uh, obviously settled in. I mean, uh, you know, obviously everybody can see it. And if you haven't seen it yet, you know, a ball to Shane Hooks that goes up and gets one-handed, uh, a couple of big throws down the field. And so I think, once again, I think you look at, at Peyton Thorne, a guy that's been the steadiest of the guys, had a couple of mistakes today. But, again, you're not going to be perfect in the quarterback. And it's also probably good to let you know, hey, here's – Here's where I'm at. Maybe I can take this chance at times, maybe not at other times. And so uh, that's a big part of playing quarterback. So um, an important day as they continue to get on the same page with those wide receivers too. And it's time to get those reps in. They got some of those reps today. And and Nathan, Peyton Thorne steps up. And then we hear more about Robbie Ashford continuing to push. Yep. And I thought there were some very interesting comments from, from Hugh Freeze about Ashford today. Yeah, he said if if Robbie Ashford continues to play like this in practice, Peyton's going to have to play really well. Meaning, this thing's still close. I mean, he, he definitely cut off the reps. Again, that was a big reason for this, was saying we need somebody who's going to get all the first-team reps. You can't keep splitting stuff around. We knew back at SC Media Days said, hey, about practice 10, they're going to need to cut this thing. That's exactly what he did. 
But that doesn't mean the competition's over. It's going to keep going into the season. And, you know, he said so many times, I think this is purposeful. You kind of you kind of put these things out there to push a player a little bit, to poke yeah. him. He said three or four times on Thursday, we'll see how Robbie responds to this. I think that was very purposeful. Yeah. Kind of saying, hey, I'm challenging you to go out there and respond the right way. We were out there all day Thursday, at, you know, the entire practice really pretty good much. Day. And, and really yeah, good day. excellent day watching practice. But Ashford had a great day yep. out there. Him and Thorne were just as good that day. Um, Ashford had a good day in the stadium today as well. Hugh Free said these three practices since Peyton Thorne has been made the starter are probably Ashford's best practices of the preseason. That's exactly what you want from your backup quarterback. That's it. All indications are that Robbie's getting better at throwing the ball still. And so while this is something where I think the offense is still best positioned with with Peyton Thorne, that's obviously the conclusion the coaching staff came to. Again. When you have Robbie Ashford's ability to create with his legs and being an improved passer, he's still giving them lots of things to think about, which is a great position to be in, especially since you kind of get the season started off on a lighter note, maybe with a with a team that you've got a pretty good chance to, to win heavily against. Yeah, and it, and it may be a situation where we may ought to change the way we, we phrase this, too. Instead of saying backup, we almost say number two more than yep. backup because Robbie Ashford is going to play if he continues this. And we, we talked about it, that you know, there's going to be a, a, a plan or package for him. I don't think that necessarily means what it's meant in the past right. where it was one play. Yeah, to you run, run the Wildcat. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think that's what this is about with Robbie Ashford. I think he's shown enough that they're like, well, we're going to get this guy involved and it's going to be more than, hey, one, one random play. There'll be some of those, I think, but there's also going to be an offensive system, I think, and in, in some things for, for Robbie Ashford down the road, too. So, interesting to see the quarterbacks. I think Holden Garner in, in, as well. They've all improved. They've all taken steps. Competition has been a big part of that, and um, that's that's happening at other places as well around this team. So, Robbie Ashford didn't turn the ball over today. You're looking at now one combined turnover by all the quarterbacks through both scrimmages. That's something Hugh Freeze said today as we move forward and talk about the running game a little bit. He said, look, we don't know everything about our offense right now. They probably know less than 50% of their identity at the moment because you're obviously still working through those things. But they know they can run the ball, and they know they're not turning it over. And Hugh Freeze said, look, that's a, that's a pretty basic um, calculation there of, of things that work pretty well for not only his offenses in the past, but, you know, that's a good, uh, that's a good combination for just about any offense. Let's talk about the wide receivers you mentioned, Shane Hooks. Um, Camden Brown's name continues to pop up now that he's back healthy. Yep. Hugh Free said last week, look, he's basically been injured ever since I got here. He had the ankle injury in the, uh, in the spring. Now he's dealing with a hamstring issue. He got on the field more this week did catch a touchdown so I believe now that we look at it there's you know four passing touchdowns I think two for Shane Hooks one for Cam Brown and one, one for Jamar Austin, Austin yep. out of the backfield and so um you know Shane Hooks had a great day I think going back to Thursday we were talking about it some today 11 and 13 I don't know if they're going to be your two I don't, you know looking forward I don't know if you maybe want to predict them to be the two most prolific pass catchers on the team those are two guys that the quarterbacks definitely feel comfortable throwing. They're going to they're right be the guys that I think are going to be targeted the most for sure. I, I think when you start thinking about Shane Hooks, Rivaldo Fairweather, tight end, those are going to be guys that are going to get involved in the passing game. And yeah, you, you're right. You, you, we've seen kind of the evolution of that coming through camp. We saw more Camden Brown. We're hearing more about him because some of that's because Nick Martiner is a guy that has done some pretty good things so far, wasn't able to go in the scrimmage today. Yep. Camden Brown comes back at the right time. It opens the door for him now, and so we'll see if Camden Brown can can make a move. We've we've heard a lot of Jay Fair early on. Now we're hearing more of the bigger, more physical body guys yeah. at this wide receiver. Still Caleb Burton a little bit too. So um, it's an evolving wide receiver group. And now that you can start, you mentioned starting to work towards an opponent. Now you start to can can fine tune things. Okay, what are we doing the best right now? You're kind of throwing everything against the wall. Now what what do you do the best? What do you want to do against this defense? 
you can start to fine tune and focus a little bit. That'll help the passing game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast yeah and you you said it this morning when we were hanging out here um before or during the scrimmage might be more of a pass heavy day today that you already know you can run the ball we did hear a bunch of good runs a bunch Mm -hmm. of good runs from uh from damari alson jeremiah cobb had a good day. I think he maybe had more opportunities in yep. this in the second scrimmage than he did in the first one. But I think this is a little bit more of, hey, Peyton Thorne, you're comfortable. Robbie, we want to see that you can continue to throw the ball well. Let's get out there and air it out. And, uh, yeah, you mentioned you know, Nick Marner has the – I believe that's an undisclosed injury. Yeah. I don't think we know the exact nature of it. Wasn't able to go today. Malcolm Johnson, still not able to go with that shoulder injury. Coy Moore has the ankle injury. So those are a couple guys in a deep receiver rotation right now. Free said on the radio yesterday, he said, look, we truthfully just, we don't really know where they fit right now because yep. they haven't been able to practice. Um, they did run the ball well. You know, Hugh Free said today, it, he, as usual, has a difficult time coming away from any of this stuff overly positive because if the offense does something well, that means you've got defensive issues to fix. And right now he said, look, the only way we're going to find out if we can stop the run well is if we start doing it against opponents because I think they are pretty confident at this point. Look, Demari Alston continues to impress. Yep. I think they're pretty confident how they can run the ball yep. this season between Jarquez Hunter, Demari Alston, and then you've got a couple more guys in there yep. as well. Very deep running back group. The people that, that you're seeing Jeremiah Cobb for the first time Maybe a little surprised at what they see. I've been watching that guy do it for three years. Not surprised at all. Jeremiah Cobb's a talented guy. Yeah. He's going to be a, a really good player for Auburn. <clears throat> Maybe this year, but down the road for sure. Um, running game is there in part because of the improvement on the offensive line, too. Yeah. Uh, we've heard about those guys. And something we wrote about um, this week. Yeah, a few times. Hugh Freeze talked about today. Too tall. Isaiah Miller is a guy that has now wedged his way into maybe – one of the top five positions on this team. You're always looking for your best five offensive linemen. Too tall, maybe one of those guys now. And they, first, it was a competition, maybe a right tackle. That competition may 
slide inside to, to guard even more. Nathan, you know, Gunnar Britton has seen some time at left guard. He yep. took some snaps today in this week in practice. Too tall is a guy that has come on like gangbusters, and uh, that's a good problem to have on the offensive line. Six foot five, three hundred and twenty pounds. We knew that he had an SEC ready frame, but uh, you know he's a guy. Who's, he's been Jake Thornton's guy for years yep. now because he was committed to him at Ole Miss, number four JUCO offensive tackle in the country. He was elated to get him to follow him to Auburn. We had been hearing about how good of an offseason we had, but you're kind of, you know, Juco, a Juco player. How long is it going to take him to, to get ready to be, you know, he's got an SEC-ready body. How ready, how ready is he to be an SEC player? It seems like that time is now over the past couple, I mean, a massive surge for him um, the past couple weeks to where Hugh Free said it today. We can't keep him off the field. Like, yeah. it, he has now become a player where let's, let's figure out how we can move other guys, and that's what we were talking about today. Is like It has nothing to do with the other guys not no, being good. Correct. It has nothing to do with, Gun- oh, Gunnar Britton has lost the job at right tackle. No, nothing to do with that. It it's, has they nothing to do with, with the guys at guard either. It right. has nothing to do with their play. It's because Tutal has been that much better, and a guy they feel like is prepared and is now ready to be one of those guys. So, yeah, it, it's a great problem to have, but it just adds more depth to an offensive line group that continues to grow. We've heard you know, uh, Jaden Muskrat. We, we've seen Dylan send a little bit. Obviously, you know Cam Stutz at right guard. They've moved Jalil Irvin around a little bit. We've seen Connor Lou play some guard yeah, now. Irvin at uh, tackle. Yep. Yeah, obviously, you look at, at Jeremiah Wright um, on the left side, Tate Johnson on the left side. They're all of a sudden now you, you're building a little depth on this offensive line for a group that has has performed pretty well to this point. That that's big heading into the season. You've you've been seeing it throughout your career. I think I think by now I need to stop being surprised about this stage in the preseason. I think. Every team starts to do this where you're they like, do. let's let's move these guys you around. Have to like, do oh, it. is he a guard? Is he a tackle? It's like we just yeah. want the best ten offensive and, line. And you're trying to find what your options are in the inevitable case they're injuries. This offensive line, it, All the, it, yeah, it, it's going to happen. And so, how are you prepared for this move? How are you prepared for this move? Obviously, Jaden Muskrat's a guy that can play in multiple spots. Now, Gunnar Britton's a guy that can play in multiple spots. So, um, it helps you to be prepared gives you more depth and um, gets you ready for a season. Opposite line of scrimmage as we'll run through you know, a couple defensive takeaways. Um, two of the most explosive players on this defensive front need to get healthy. Yeah. Keldrick Falk was not able to go today. It sounded like He's he pretty was, close. It sounded like he was close to it. Um, you know, we were talking to some people. He, he ran through warm-ups, it seemed like, and then Free said he tried to scrimmage but couldn't. Obviously, he's had that wrist issue going all the way back to when he was a senior yeah. in high school. And then Jalen McLeod, who has maybe been one of the best players on this entire defense, sort of a revelation for them at that pass rusher spot. We saw him with his ankle taped up at practice the other day. Wasn't able to go in the in the team stuff, in yeah. offense versus mm-hmm. defense stuff. So maybe you're talking about two players that are in the same sort of situation. Hey, at they can point, run through stuff individually, but at when this it's point, get them to the seat. Exactly, exactly. Those are those are two of your most important players um, on defense. And you mentioned the secondary. Uh, it was Nehemiah Pritchett who had that interception um, against Peyton Thorne. We know Jalen Simpson had a great pass breakup there. Those are guys that. Freeze admitted today, he said, they know how good they are, and maybe in the first couple weeks of practice, I think coasting was the word. They, they, yeah. were, they were just kind of knowing well, what they had. Because there's not, there, honestly, there's not a lot of competition in the secondary in terms of who's going to be starters. When right. you think about Nehemiah Pritchett, uh, DJ James, Keontae Scott, Jalen Simpson, Zion Puckett, you feel like those five guys, because of their experience, because of what they've done and talent, that's a group that you know, it's going to be hard for one of those young guys to knock yeah. them off. What they've seen though is they've picked it up in the intensity. We saw that Thursday. We saw yes, they had Simpson at the end. <laughs> serious eleven on eleven work, and I, you know, from folks we talked to, we saw a lot of it that day. That's been every day. Luke Deal told me the other day. Look, we've done a lot more eleven on eleven 
They did that on Saturday with situational things. They put the put the defense with their back to the wall, put the offense back on their own two-yard line. They're putting these guys in situations to then go out and make plays. And now it's a matter of which young guys. We've heard Kay and Lee. We, you know, obviously there's Donovan Kaufman, an older guy that's there, Marquise Gilbert, some older guys. Which of those young guys, especially corner, can become the next group? That's probably another one of those questions on defense. Right, because you know Kay and Lee is going to have a good opportunity there. Shoot, I'm interested to see between him and J.D. Rim, mm-hmm. who ends up taking that third slash fourth corner spot because Rim, that leg, we saw him in a non-contact the other day. That leg is still kind of bothering him. Um, And he was obviously a guy who came on once Jalen Simpson moved to safety last year. But Kai and Lee has been a guy that, look, they're they're telling him, you're not a freshman. Like, that's what Wes McGriff said. He said, you are not included in this group of Hugh Free said, "Quote young puppies." Yeah, he's not included in that group because, and that just goes to show how important the uh, the spring is. And so, Jason, we'll get into it now next week. Um, it's going to feel even more like a game week, really, because of the classes now. Them them having their schedules and being back in you know for the fall semester. Next week is going to be what the rest of the season looks like. I think in terms of uh, in terms of their practice schedule, in terms of what it looks like. Yep, I think so too. And now, you know, as as he said, the probably the most important thing now for this team is to get some of those yellow guy, yellow jersey guys back on defense, yep. whether it's Keldrick Falk, McLeod, um, you know, whether Austin it's Keys. Austin Keys. Get, especially in that front six, front seven, get some of those guys back so they can start to, to build a little continuity as they get into game plan mode. So um, I'm sure that's going to be the focus for them. A couple of scrimmages in the books now. Got some work done today. Uh, some positives they continue to build towards year number one under Hugh Freeze. With every passing day, it starts to feel more like uh, – more like football season. Definitely does with all the Tiger transits running Absolutely. around. So uh, appreciate you guys for joining us today. For Jason Caldwell and Nathan King, we'll talk to you guys later. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.